Welcome to Pure Health Podcast. Your weekly guide on how to live a healthy whole food life. Where two clinical nutritionist sisters, Kirsty and Nicole, talk about their experience in the clinic looking into gut health, women's health and weight loss. Plus, unfiltered banter behind the scenes of work, life and play. Hello, guys. Hello. Oh, sound, that sounded really weird. Episode number 12. No, 12. I feel like I sound weird today. <laughs> <laughs> Episode number 12. <laughs> we were like, we were running this morning. We like set off for a run and we were like, okay. We usually, we do plan our podcast out, like our schedule, but we were like, some obviously some of our podcast like topics are very heavy content and like it does take a lot of planning. So Nicole and I spent like three hours planning and we were like, oh, like our brains this morning just don't feel like a heavy content. <laughs> and then I was like running and my legs just felt so heavy hitting the pavement and we're both and just we're both like, like, are you really struggling? Oh. We're both just like, like <laughs> motivation was just zero and we were like, there we go. That's what we're doing today's podcast on. We're going to do how to stay consistent, healthy and live a balanced lifestyle because – yeah. Well, I'm going to toot our own horn here, but I feel like we thrive a balance. Yeah, but I think as well when you say balance, like I don't think there is such thing as balance. No, you're right. Like, it's a dance. Everyone, it is just like adjusting your yeah, lifestyle. And, and define ba- like balance, I agree with you. Like I'm – and I'm referring more into a like a – yeah, no, you're right. Because like I wouldn't say like a thrive in like a work-life balance all the time. And I think realistically in life there's – going to be changes like changes in seasons and things yeah. like that as yeah. in you know I love that. some seasons might be like so work based and you're just yeah. like smashing out your work and you're not having enough balance I guess maybe in other areas of your life and then it might be a bit quieter and like you have a bit more work life balance yeah. and you spend more time with your family yeah and actually that is my favorite is this is the season for yeah. this and I'm like really embracing that at the moment is this is the season for x this is the season mm-hmm. for y like you know when you just had a baby this is the season for not sleeping and yeah. not necessarily quote-unquote achieving as much I think um, that's a really good point to make because it's like we often put so much pressure on ourselves to like be constantly constantly achieving mm. doing 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 and sometimes it's just like not the season mm, for that 100%. like it should be for also resting and listening to your body and maybe taking time out if you need it and 100%. knowing that's okay and just like surrendering to that process yeah 100 percent. yeah and like i said recently on um instagram stories i know a few people replied but just being like surrender in terms of the topic of surrendering like if you are not having a good day instead of putting all this pressure on yourself being like i have to have a good week i yeah. have to have a really good day just being like you know what Kirst, it's okay i'm gonna have a like it's all right that i have a shitty week it's okay mm. that today is not feeling really positive because as soon as you take that pressure off yourself exactly you just feel so much better you're like let yourself feel it <sighs> like, that's such a big thing I yeah 100 like. like, feel it there's no wrong emotion like it's just a energy in motion 100%. it will pass and just sit with it 100 yeah so how was your weekend what's your speed so we'll, that's our prelude of today's podcast we'll get into it in a minute but yeah how's your weekend what's your weekly weekend? special share yeah weekend was good um i had a bit of more like solo time this weekend which was actually really nice like i love obviously hanging out with friends and family and my partner but it's actually really nice. Sometimes you don't, Kirsten and I always say this, you don't actually realise you need it mm. until you're actually having that solo time. Like mm. when I'm with my friends and family, whoever, I'm not like, oh, I just want to be by myself. Yeah, like as soon naturally. as I am by myself, I'm like, oh, I actually really need this. Because I feel like you and I are both the same people in the sense that like I love that. I don't know where I heard it, but it's like introverted people start with five coins, start with five pennies, start with five coins the day and they lose them in every social interaction. Mm. Whereas I find – and then whereas extroverted people – 
start the day with none and gain yeah. coins from every social interaction. That. Yeah, and I really like it. And that's definitely me. I feel like I balance between the introvert and extrovert as well. But mm. it is, I think it is really important to have that alone time. But yeah, it was so nice. I just read my book, obsessed everyone. I feel yeah, like I'm late to the bandwagon with this. <laughs> but it ends with us. Amazing. If you haven't read it. Yeah, I'm going to steal it off you. Yeah, it's so good. It's so kind of like soft porn. Yeah, I know. I remember it's just so well written and it's kind of like, I won't give it away much, but it's like kind of the like topics of like, domestic violence and things like that but she just writes in such a good way yeah, wow. it's amazing i remember i think is that the book that steph claire smith was talking about on her podcast and she was saying it like I she listened to that podcast. i think i think it was, oh, it was ugly love so she's oh. got lots of different um books and she was saying she just like, like she's just sitting in bed and she just like gets really horny from reading it <laughs> i know i'm literally like at night i'm just like so in my zone of reading the book i'm like don't touch me, Elliot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like I really want to but I'm about to – I just bought the book. Um, I don't know if any of you guys read um, Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus by John Gray. Yeah. I'm obsessed with his books but I've just bought um, – uh, men and no Venus and Mars in the bedroom. Like, I've listened to like five podcasts <laughs> You're with John Gray. With that. He just like I honest- think we mentioned this. Sorry, Curse, in our lo- like one of our like earlier podcasts about how Curse you made Scotty listen to like the twelve hour like audio book on their way to quarantine. I'm just obsessed with like self development, but also like self development in my relationship. Yeah. Like because like. And I know a lot of people can relate to this, but like a lot of time it's so easy to neglect your relationship. But if I find if you, well, the, all the things I listen to in my life experiences of mm. quite a few relationships in there <laughs> over the last 28 years mm. um, is, oh my God, what was I just saying? Oh, yeah, you, you need to make that your number one priority. Like yourself is your number one priority, but then your relationship's your number one yeah. priority. Because like as I see and as we see in clinic, which kind of touch touches in today's topic mm. if your relationship is not a priority it affects you in all other areas mm. of your life um we see so many people you know in life where they've just put their kids first and they put everything else like their work mm. first their kids first they don't put themselves first or their relationship yeah and they're unhappy they're you know not having sex anymore they're like asexual relationships mm. with their husband like they're yeah. unsatisfied and just like totally neglected and i just don't want that and i want it that's why i really am big on trying to work on my relationship in all areas. Yeah. I think um, starting with your relationship with yourself is like the most 100%. important foundation, which today we'll talk about that as well yeah. because that reflects in all areas of your life but also your health. It 100%. has to come from like a place a of self-love. Love. Yeah, um, 100%. Yeah. Um, and my weekly special share on my weekend, just saying the yes. <laughs> Sorry, we've been waiting for me to ask you. What's well, your weekly last thing special Last the podcast show? asked you how your weekend was and you answered and then you never asked me back. <laughs> Someone's Someone a bit can. selfish in this podcast. <laughs> um, Nicole show. So my, my weekend was really good, thanks. <laughs> nah, what did um, you get up to? I just had a really chill weekend. It was actually really nice. I'm obsessed with the home renos at the moment. We bought some new carpets for our bedrooms. Oh, I love that. If you want to keep up on – I love how I get more – um, what's the right word? Um, engagement on my social media art platform from any home renos than yeah. anything nutrition related. Oh my People gosh. love home renos better. There's yeah. something about like seeing the before and after. I know. It's so oh, satisfying. Like, we always grew up watching Better Homes and Gardens. Yeah, I love like, it. Even though that was just like, you know, your everyday Australian show, but it's so entertaining. And Nicole's um, partner is a landscaper, so he's going to be doing like all our construction landscape. Construction landscape. <laughs> so always just get angry at me when. If, like, I told people what he does, I'll be like, oh, yeah, so you're a landscape. He's like, make sure you say the construction part. I, like, oh, <laughs> I didn't just plant roses all day. 
Um, but yeah, we bought some new carpets because the carpets we've got in the moment are just disgusting and for the bedrooms and we've decided on polished concrete for the front of the house. Oh. What else did I do this weekend? Put some new showers in. Mm. Lots of I just love those little jobs. Mm. They involve a lot of money. I know. <laughs> a poor bank account at the moment anyway. And the, love, the life of interest repayments and everything like oh. that, mortgage repayments. Inflation. Inflation. <laughs> We're not doing an economics podcast, so I find no. it. All right. Anyway, so, um, no, but my weekly special share oh. is, I didn't get to that part, stupid girl. <laughs> you just rambled. Is I joined up for a goal setting and manifestation course because while I actually, ref- when I reflect back, like I write down exactly what I want to achieve and, and I write it as if it's already happened. When I re- like write down things, I actually realise like I have achieved most things I go after, mm. if everything, pretty much. Like even I'll give you guys a perfect example. Nicole and I like were hustling for this bloody clinic, this other one, mm. and it just like the guy just wouldn't get back to us. He just said like no one wants it but he just wouldn't let us have it. Like mm. he just, I don't know, it was the most frustrating thing. Hey, so then I wrote in my journal and I was like, dear diary. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> dear diary. Um, anyway, and I wrote down exactly what I wanted, like mm. in terms of square meterage, location, everything, and then it just popped up. It was just mm. so weird within a few months, even though it's still been a year Trusting in the making. The so, yeah, that's been my thing. I'm really wanting to invest more and more in myself, which is kind of where this podcast comes into, Jay. And just like – because the thing is I love that quote, nothing changes if nothing changes. Mm-hmm. If you're sick of being the same way, mm-hmm. then – Yeah. you Yeah, you need to change something. Yeah, 100% as simple as that. Yeah. So without further ado – Further ado, let's get into today's topic. So, <laughs> how to live a healthy, balanced, thriving life. Is that our pod title? No, that's not our title. What's our title? I don't know what our title is yet, but it's pretty much just <laughs> explaining how to live a healthy life that is sustainable, yep. non-restrictive and enjoyable. And like where you feel you live your best self, like you feel yep. like you're just thriving yep. and in balance and moderation and enjoyment, no guilt, no like... Yeah, because we just see so many people and this is where we thought we'd do the topic because Nicole and I do feel like we, you know, emphasise the four pillars pretty well most of the time, which we'll go through in a minute. Like we hit our pillars pretty well and have a fairly good, I don't want to use the word balance because we, as we said at the start of this podcast, it's not really. But it's something you have to work on and I think mm, we didn't always have this God and that's no. what has created us to make more boundaries around these pillars. 100%. Because you like you either learn the hard way where you're like burnt out or exhausted that yeah. you're not prioritising, whether it's your nutrition or if it's your mindset or movement or things that just make you feel good. It's yeah. just like if you're neglecting one of those areas, it will show up yeah. in different areas of your life. So sometimes you do just learn the hard way and you say, mm. okay, something's not right. The and then way. as you say, Kurt, nothing changes, nothing changes. Mm. You Okay, I'm not feeling great. What can I do? Yeah, so 100%. We're going to get into those kind of foundations today yep. um, and how to kind of build that or create those healthy boundaries. So if you're sick of the all or nothing, like you're just not getting where you want to, you just feel like pushing all the time, mm. you feel guilty around food, you feel guilty around life, you just, yeah, then this podcast episode mm. is for you. So mm-hmm. what we want to start with, sorry, I hope so. that's not too noisy <laughs> in the background for you guys. Um, we, we'll get into what our four pillars first are. So yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess just summing up the four main areas with what we believe as really essential like cornerstones of your health is mindset, Mm -hmm. movement, nourishment and soul. Mm -hmm. So things that are good for your soul. Mm -hmm. 
So these are like the kind of key foundations in our life and you can't have one without the other 100%. essentially. Hence why we always talk about pure health and what we do with all our patients is work from a holistic mindset and working mm. nourishing like supporting the body holistically and what that means is you're looking into like these four different pillars you're looking at all areas you're not just looking at someone's nourishment or their nutrition so to speak yeah you're looking at their mindset their movement yeah their soulfulness side of things yeah absolutely um and it's not like a i guess like airy fairy thing of like mind body soul but it literally is you can't like not like consider one of these aspects because we have so many clients seeing us and a lot of the time there's so many like underlying behavioural, mm. psychological things affecting like their food patterns, behaviour mm. with food or how that's manifesting. And, mm. you know, we've done podcasts on how stress manifests with so many health concerns. So if we were just primarily focusing on diet. Why are you laughing at me? I'm getting passionate about this. If we just focus on diet, yeah. then... We're not being a good practitioner in 100%. the sense of you don't get anywhere with the person. Yes, yeah, yeah. so you have to consider all these yeah. facets. So mindset. Now, this is obviously one of the. This is probably like almost. Well, no, this is the thing. There's not one that's more important than the other because when you're missing one, it affects your life massively. Mm. But this is a very, very important one. So, your mindset. Are you coming from more of a? Um, actually, I saw something really good this morning. It was like, yeah, are you coming from a? Um, growth mindset or a limiting mindset mm, and the biggest I love that. yeah and like because the thing is a lot of people who well they don't they're not ready if you're coming from a limiting mindset you're not ready for you don't want to change things you mm. you see challenges as a bad thing mm. you um like don't like seeing people's success as a way of like encouraging you in and motivating mm. you you actually see that as a negative thing and yeah so those kind of things so versus a growth mindset is you love thriving through challenges mm you are happy to grow and evolve yeah it's kind of like the um like focusing on like a what's the what was i saying the other day Um, what's that um in terms of mindset like focusing on a limiting mindset like a a a fear versus abundance mindset Mm. so like I even like was thinking about this for myself with like money or things like that. Mm. Like or like you've it's like you've either got like two choices. It's like love versus fear. So yeah. it's like if you're in this fear mindset, then things or like how you speak to yourself as mm. well. Like saying things are hard or like I can't save that money or like to save money is really hard. Like if you're in that kind of like more fear 100%. mindset then you're going to create that. Whereas, 100%. Whereas if you're in like an abundance mindset and you believe that, you know, things are flowing and will come to you, like they truly do. Like it 100%. is as simple as, as that. As soon as you say eating healthy is hard, like moving my body weekly is hard, it's too hard to do that. Like yeah. all these negative like words of – what's the right word to use? Kind of almost like negative affirmations. Yeah, negative yeah. affirmations. You're not going to achieve that because your brain doesn't want to take you there. It's not going to allow yeah. you to do that. Whereas as soon as you're saying, even if you don't believe it, but as soon as you're saying like it is easy to live a healthy, balanced life, like mm. I do this with ease and I enjoy it and I love yeah. it, like you just are going to follow through with those positive behaviours. Yeah. Um, so be mindful of how you speak to yourself. Yeah as well 100% and that even comes down with body image as well like if you mm. are constantly negative about yourself and talking down at yourself you're not going to want to do positive mm. behaviors as soon as you're like well this is why I always say to you guys and you guys probably heard me say it about 50 times but as soon as you say like 
focusing on wanting to feel good and nourishing yourself, you'll lead with positive behaviours mm-hmm. um, versus like needing to restrict, deprive, to lose weight mm. or you'll do as negative behaviours. But, um, yeah, I really liked the growth set versus um, more your limiting mindset um, is, yeah, just embracing change versus not embracing change if mm. you're a limiting mindset and sees challenges as a really good thing, um, mm-hmm. sees effort um, as what does it say? You see effort as the path of mastery. That's right. Whereas you don't see effort as like you're not getting there. Even like, you know, the small little mm. change you can see like even just an example like you say one week you were lifting 50 kilo squats and the next week you're lifting 55. That little tiny change and seeing mm. that effort as like amazing mm-hmm. and changes. So mm-hmm. my words are really not coming for me today. And then you learn from <laughs> criticism. Learning from criticism versus ignoring criticism. Yeah. And yeah. then, yeah, finding like other people's success and learning from their, like yeah. them and embracing that. Like Truly I, is like a growth. Yeah, 100%. Like I love following people that are just like doing a lot of really cool things in life. I find mm. it so inspiring, motivating, whereas I know some people feel really triggered by that mm. and don't thrive off seeing other people's success. Yeah. Um. So I really liked that. I love um, that. So, yeah, I guess when it com- comes to the mindset around food as well, like as we always say with pure health, we're mm-hmm. wanting to focus on nourishment versus numbers. So, like making healthy food choices really begins with our relationship with ourselves with ourselves and building that kind of foundation of self-love because like essentially the more you like love yourself in a sense of you want to care mm-hmm. for your body, the more you want to feed it with the right food to fuel it. Like honestly, as simple as that. Yeah, and that's like probably the biggest like change in our lives from when I was young and Mm. in this diet culture and just like hated myself and wanted to change Mm. myself. All I would think about is the numbers and depriving and needing to restrict and like lose weight. And then all I could think about was food and I would, you know, binge drink on weekends when I was young and, you know. Exactly. And it's like a need – it's important to build that like self-worth and value in yourself to Mm. know you're worthy to feel good, to know you're worthy to feed yourself Mm -hmm. with right foods. Because like when you don't feel good enough, that's when we continue to find ways to like keep ourselves miserable, like binge drinking or like overeating or things like that because we don't feel good enough or worthy enough. So it's like we're kind of punishing our bodies in a way – if that makes sense. So, and if you feel like you are kind of in that mindset, that's okay. And yep. it's just like now creating those steps of like, you know, just it's a daily practice. Yeah, you still 100%. Like we still get, you know, body image difficulties mm. and things like that. We're far from perfect ourselves, but it's just taking years of practice and yep. self-love and there's so many ways you can support that as well. So yeah. always come back to that. And I think as well with your mindset around your body, like the biggest thing and the thing I've learned over the years is like you don't have to be obsessed with the way you look or like mm. be really, really happy but you have to accept it. You can't mm. like – and I've spoken about this in other podcasts but you can't like get anywhere if you don't accept yourself where you're at and love mm. yourself where you're at and how far you've come because – even when you, even if you somehow get yourself to like quote unquote the number on the scale, or like to a certain dress size, it's mm. not going to feel good because yeah. you haven't, you don't accept yourself, you don't love yourself for truly who you are. Whereas yeah. when you do have that deep form of love and real acceptance where you're at, yeah, and lo- like, and then the more the more you lead with love and accepting your body, you'll want to mm. nourish it and give it healthy, wholesome foods, exactly, which in turn equals weight balance and just health if that makes sense and like I know I've said this before and it's probably like a pretty bold statement but like you don't really see anyone with health issues who eats a whole food diet like a very predominantly whole food diet and obviously we're about balance but you know I've said that to you before like 
you know, when you – there's nothing against processed, ultra-processed foods in very small amounts but they're not food. They're just yeah. chemicals and whatnot. So what I'm trying to say is – is <laughs> I just lost my train of thought by the way you're looking at me. <laughs> Bring it back to like, well, just eating. like if you eat, no, like if you want to feel good and you're focusing on feeling good, you eat nourishing foods. Like, you're yeah. not, you're, your weight balances out. That's what I'm trying to say. Whereas, yeah, when you're like counting for calories and numbers and going for food, empty calorie foods, yeah, and you're not things. focusing on your health, you're no. focusing. And I think it's really important then to bring it back to your intention. Like, mm. why, like, why do you want to, I don't know, lose weight? Mm. Because if you're basing it on more the external, like how you look or to feel like accepted by other people, mm. it's to get a boy, coming get from a, a more fear mindset. Yeah. Whereas if you are coming from like, that's still fine if you want to achieve yeah. the weight balance that you feel confident mm. in. But if it's more an internal thing, I just want to achieve that healthy weight because internally it's, you know, make, makes me feel a little bit more confident. Mm. I'll have more energy to show up, I'll you know, mm. like be healthier maybe and You're that is coming from a more yeah. like a loving mindset yeah. versus that fear mindset and you really do have to start with that because like if you're listening to this, you're like, oh, whatever, like but it like if you don't have that, mm. you will find it so much harder to make mm. like those healthy food choices and because you're going into a more restriction mindset from a fear base. 100%. And like guys, if you're sitting, yeah, like if you're sitting here being like, yeah, we are whatever, like Nicole and I work with hundreds of women like Pure Health's fourth birthday is coming up. I can't believe it. But we worked with like mm. over a thousand women, thousands of women and men, a few men. Yeah. <laughs> but like we, it, it, this stuff works, guys. Like it's mindset is the biggest thing and it's loving yourself, you accepting yourself. Like, And it. we can see our clients succeed because the ones that succeed very well, there's no such thing as failing or succeeding because you're always going to grow a little bit. But the ones that their growth, the, the clients that have the massive growth or the huge amounts of growth and, you know, kind of get to their goals are the ones that have that mindset, that mm. growth mindset, the mindset of wanting to nourish themselves and feel good and they mm. create that 80-20, which is pure health philosophy mm. um, and thrive in that versus mm. the ones that see this all or nothing approach. I need to restrict deprive myself. Mm. Um, so, yeah, so mindset is massive. Yeah, um, and it can be really challenging like obviously when we have clients coming in and they've come from this diet culture mm. or like calorie calorie counting, whatever it may be, and kind of teaching them or like relearning how to eat in a nourishing way versus in a numbers way mm-hmm. actually is like can be quite confronting. Mm. Like I have quite a few clients that have been – really really obsessive with calorie counting yeah, a lot too um yeah and then it's like just steering them away from that into whole foods and just balancing out your meals and getting the correct portions through that well, this, whole food approach mm. which is what pure health is about and i guess and that's what i was trying to say before as well is when you eat whole foods you're the right satiety hormones are released so you know when you're full so you don't overeat yeah. and there's no excess calorie consumption to its core exactly versus eating processed foods yeah you don't, you're not getting the right chemical, like hormonal release knowing when you're full. Yeah. And it's also like losing touch with your like yeah. intuition and like, and as we always talk about in our podcast, especially as females are like our metabolic rate changes at different yeah. stages in our cycle. So in our luteal phase, we will be more hungry. Mm. So therefore we do require more calories. So like if you're then restricting yourself, it just creates like this disharmony with your body and your relationship mm. with food as well. So maybe we'll get a bit more into that kind of diet culture. 
Yeah, in a minute. In a minute. Um, but that's a really big And I think one. the biggest thing with mindset, if you're finding like you've got a lot of mindset things or like limiting beliefs that are holding you back from getting you where you want, I also sometimes encourage you to, yeah, like get out there and do something different, whether it's like podcasts or books or mm. even obviously one of the most powerful things is investing in your health with like therapy or like mindset coach. Like a mm. person that comes to mind that's insane that we work with and send so many of our patients is Samantha Fluke at The Core Health. She's mm. amazing with practical tools that set you up. But like whoever it is that you work with, yeah, um, I do find, yeah, like it, that's it's just so powerful having yeah. that external person to be able to pull you up on that stuff and like because you can't mm. see what you can't see yeah so and like so many things we do are just embedded in our subconscious mm. as well so yeah exactly. that, around that mindset change I do recommend having a, obviously working with us we help massively with mindset but at the end of the day we're not psychologists yeah um so yeah when you're working around that behavior change and mindset um so the other the pillar to pure health that is the biggest thing as well is movement. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you just like you thrive in terms of your mental health, how you feel on a daily basis, your energy mm. when you're getting that movement in. Yeah, once again coming from like a loving mindset of 100%. moving to feel good versus to look good. Yeah, so, 100%. And, and that, like adjusting that on how you feel on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. Like Kirsten and I love having, I guess, a structure with like our exercise routine yeah. because it makes us feel amazing and – Rather, rather, but you know, like some days, if we're so exhausted, mm. like it's Whoa. so important to tune into your body, and like 100%. even if it's a ten minute walk or a little stretch, that is still a form of movement. Yeah, so it doesn't 100%. have to be like smashing yourself at the gym or whatever. It's yeah. always so important to like tune into that. So I think the biggest thing with movement, guys, the same with a lot of these things, motivation will come from consistency. Mm. So when it comes to movement needing to have a bit of a plan, writing it down. Mm. I find having a buddy makes a massive difference. Having a friend to exercise mm. with is, yeah, very, very helpful. Mm-hmm. And then for the first month it's going to feel uncomfortable, even for the first five weeks potentially. Mm. But the more and more you're consistent and you show up, your mm. motivation will come from mm-hmm. that. Like, And this is where I want really came from today's podcast as well. It was like this morning when we were going to run, the alarm went off at 5.50 on a Monday morning mm. and I was laying in bed and obviously like – yeah, I don't really want to get up. I couldn't be bothered. I was having a bit of a Monday. <laughs> Monday blues. A little bit of Monday blues. And I was just like, no, like, but I just have that mental override now where I know like it just all I focus on how it will make me feel. I get back from my run and I have my morning coffee mm. and I feel so good. Um, so focusing on that mindset and being consistent is going to make a massive difference. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, having a friend to do it with as well. And then also like mm. Nicole says and – is like tapping into how you feel. So mm. even if you're really tired, you know, getting up and doing some form of movement is still mm. going to help. I Most of the time I don't, I don't know, this could be a bit of a bold statement, but most of the time I don't notice a difference at all if I slept in for another hour or not. Mm. Like some cases maybe if you're not sleeping, but then you need to obviously work on that and figure out why you're not sleeping properly. But, but just, yeah, do a more gentle form of movement. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If so that's if you what you're sleep, feeling. Yeah, yeah, if you're if tired, you like just you go that. for a walk and listen to yeah. a good podcast if you feel like you need it. I know. It, Sometimes I like find or like pick myself up on that. Like I'm like, oh, like I'm yeah, so exhausted. I just won't do anything today. And then, but I'm like, no, it's like I still anything counts. I can yeah. still do some stretching, and that will actually mentally make me feel really good. Yeah, or like yeah, I like. So I love 
um, Steph Claire Smith and Laura Henshaw with like kick approach. It's just like even doing like a 10 minute burn. Like it's just, you mm. feel so good for moving your body. So yeah. I just think, and I do think guys with movement, I find the biggest thing for a lot of my patients, which I, or clients that I find helps is getting them to move in the morning. First thing, mm. um, I guess if someone starts work at six, it's pretty hard to do that. But like mm. anyone who starts like an eight or nine o'clock starting time, just be consistent and get into the habit of starting because for a lot of people, if you're not in a routine of exercising, mm. by 12 o'clock, 3, 2 o'clock, you've talked yourself out of it. Yeah. Um, unless you've like got a class booked in, then it can help. But yeah. um, And that's the other thing, sorry, with movement is another thing to keep you accountable is booking in classes. Like for instance, we go to KX Pilates where you've paid for a pack you lose that money if you don't go. Mm. Um, booking in like a PT or having a friend to show up with and I really encourage you to do that for at least eight to yeah. 12 weeks of mm-hmm. getting you into a good routine of exercising. Yeah, I think like having a class is a really good way to start. But, like, but I still find like some of my clients, if they're not in a good mindset with exercise, they'll just miss the class. Or like, sorry, like I'm saying like a good life gym or something like that. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. That's where, yeah, like or, booking into like a studio, like we were saying. Yeah, where you have to pay. I just find that. have to show up. Show up for yourself. And yeah. like making realistic also goals for yourself is yeah. really important because if you – like I know this probably sounds just like common sense, but if you set yourself like up with unrealistic well, goals – do it though. Yeah, and that's like then you almost like lose trust in yourself because if like if you – it's obviously it's not maintainable for you if you're setting all these mm. unrealistic goals. So then – it kind of like, yeah, it makes you lose trust with yourself. Like, oh, I can't achieve these things. So like yeah, 100%. just support yourself by setting really, really Like goals. if you're not exercising right now, guys, do not go set yourself a goal of training seven times a week. Yeah, like, start with like two or three. Yeah, and then, two. And then like as we – I think we spoke about this in our last podcast and there's um, lots of like photos around on social media with like habit stacking. It's yeah. like – Start with one goal a day. Once you feel like you've achieved that, yeah, then yeah. stack on the next one. Or you could just do that on a weekly basis, maybe not on a day-to-day yeah. basis. And that's like a really way, good way to build your habits. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, if you like you know, exercising at the moment, then start with one walk this week yeah. or two walks. Once you and feel then good with that. Stack it on and yeah. keep increasing it. And the more and more you stay consistent, even the days where you just – it's creating that mental override. The days you just don't want to do it, you do it and you know how good you'll feel. Mind over matter. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing is exercising for your mental health and how it makes you feel throughout the day, your energy, your mental clarity mm. and your mental health, anxiety, mm. depression, not how you look. Yeah. That is where you'll find like – Always I, come back to your intention. Yeah. Behind. Like I used to train obviously for looks back in the day when I was young, young little whippersnapper at 18 and I used to like go to the gym eight, ten times a week. Like I was obsessed. Man, yeah, I was really bad. twice a day. Um, but I was doing it for looks and mm. <laughs> look, well, I was very motivated for it back then but like that does not drive me. If I said to myself I need to go to the gym five times a week now to like – change the way my body looks it just I just can't think of anything worse so I and I think that last thing with movement is having a variety of what you do so at the moment like Nicole and I without Faye will do generally two Pilates classes a week Mm. two runs and one PT and then like I walk Saturday and Sunday yeah um and I find that balance really really good so yeah so just to summarize consistency Mm-hmm. will get you motivation with exercise, making realistic goals with exercise, having a friend to do exercise with, booking in a class where you've like mm-hmm. paid for it, mm-hmm. um, not like just like a good life membership situation or like a PT session even for the first mm-hmm. 12 weeks and that will get you going. Cool. Yeah. Now, nourishment. 
So pure health is about, so this is our biggest philosophy and this is what I feel we do very well at is when it comes to nourishment, we want an 80-20 approach. Mm -hmm. So what does that actually look like? So 80% of the time we're focusing on our whole foods. Mm. So these are foods that are going to nourish our body, support your digestion, energy, mental health. Mm -hmm. All areas of health because every single nutrient is needed for a biochemical pathway yep. we're getting on a technical term. Yep. So you literally need these nutrients for your body to function optimally. 100%. It's not just eating like for the sake, like you're eating yeah. it to thrive. Yeah. You're not, 100%. Yeah. And like this is where like with anyone who may be starting the health journey and doesn't know the difference between like ultra processed versus whole foods mm. so your whole foods are things like you know your brown rice quinoa so amaranth whole grains whole grains like your fruit your veggies your meat like whole like tofu tempeh or like you know chicken beef yeah seafood nuts and seeds olive those, oil olive oil they're your whole foods they mm. haven't been like they're pretty much closest to, to their the natural state, state of pulling them out of the ground or the tree or the land mm. and then your ultra processed are just not like food they are like the food companies are there and have been designed for profit not for health mm. and that's something you guys really need to remember like the packaging the combination of sugar salt and fat is so perfectly designed to make them so addictive that it's not down to that individual mm. not having self-control or willpower is down to marketing and mm. they have let, let's be honest most of us can't stop at a few squares of milk chocolate no most of us can't stop addictive. at a few chips most yeah. of us can't stop at a few shapes like you get what i'm saying or the donut or the burger and this is oh, not so much the burger but this is where we're saying eating whole foods mm. and making your own um version of those ultra processed foods i'm not saying you can't have those ultra processed foods but i'm mm. just saying generally speaking for living a whole f- whole food life mm. is having that 80 percent of the time having those whole foods mm. and i mean to be honest with you because and the biggest thing i think around um nutrition sorry and nourishment Mm. i think and this is probably the biggest groundbreaking moment for a lot of my clients and where i found but you eat for how you feel Mm. versus and like how you feel after and how it makes you feel like obviously you want to eat for it to taste good Mm. but you also need to eat for how it makes you feel versus Mm. and this is what i was talking about with one of my clients the other day instant gratification Mm. a lot of people all they can think about is the instant gratification of how good that macca's burger tastes in that Mm. three minutes of Mm -hmm. eating it how good that donut tastes in the three minutes i'm not saying that any of those foods are inherently bad Mm. but it's more what they do to the addictive centers in the brain and ongoing after and how it makes you feel after. Mm-hmm. And a Macca's burger doesn't make you feel energized. Yeah. A donut doesn't make you feel good. It makes you feel sluggish and yeah. tired. I'm not saying you can't have these things, but generally speaking, 80% of the time, ask yourself, how's this food going to make me feel? Mm. Like obviously taste, yes, is very important. But absolutely, the feel, uh, feeling after. And that's where I genuinely, like what I'm about – 10 to 13 years into my health journey I don't crave any of those foods because they don't make me feel good so I don't Mm -hmm. want them like Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and the more like I guess 80% of that whole food approach so yeah the less you your body actually craves Mm. that because as we were saying things like sugar it's highly addictive Mm. and 
yeah, it's also depends, I guess, like where you're coming from in terms of even your relationship with food or 100%. a restriction or deprivation mindset can often lead to the overeating and binge eating yeah, of these foods. 100%. And that's why at Pure Health, like while we're not about saying you can't have ultra processed foods, because as soon as you're like, you can't have something, you want it more. Yeah. But I do find, like I'll give you guys a perfect example. I don't really eat foods that are too sugary these days because it just doesn't make me feel good. Mm. Like I get a massive, I get energy crashes just like, and then the biggest thing I notice is these sugar cravings. Mm. And over Christmas, one of my beautiful clients um, gave me the most beautiful homemade macaroons and they were insane. Like, mm. oh my God. But Yum. I just noticed instantly after eating them, first of all, I couldn't stop really. Well, I couldn't stop. <laughs> but like, I was like, I'll stop it. I'll have a few. But like instantly after eating them, I was like, there's the sugar out. I need more sugar. Like yeah. just that addictive nature once consuming sugar. And that's why yeah. at Pure Health we are very big about having those alternative um, sweeteners like mm. monk fruit mm-hmm. um, as well as balancing them with protein and healthy fats where you don't mm. get that addictive nature to foods. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why like in terms of, a, I guess, calorie counting, things like that, if you're just focusing on the calories, mm. you're missing such a big equation mm. with like – the variety and diversity in your macronutrients and whole foods with protein and healthy 100%. fats with what it actually does to your hormones and like on a biochemical level of how it affects 100%. that. So I think always bring it back. Yeah, whole foods. 100%. And I think like anyone who's counting calories out there for weight loss, like you're missing the picture. <laughs> I know. But Kirsten, I'm pretty passionate about this and I'm not going to like beat around the bushes. No. I don't believe in calorie counting no, neither. at all. It's not to say that. It doesn't work, I guess, in the sense of, yeah, if you're in a calorie deficit, you might achieve but it's just, a it's weight loss. But it's, not, as we've spoken about in podcasts before, like if weight loss is the goal, weight balance, so many underlying drivers that affect 100%. that. It's just, it's, it's just, it's just take, like it's one great, it's one pinch of salt out of the whole salt bottle that you're taking in the equation of yeah. calories, energy balance. Like, yes, at its, at, at the, at its essence, Mm. obviously we know calories in calories out but then there's also so much variation in calories 30 10 oh, to 30 percent like stupid instagram posts like oh. comparing a side bowl to a like macca's hamburger it's like oh what's the same amount of calories it's like oh but are you even serious yeah 100 percent. and even like listening like there's such a variation in calories like you just because the food says it's that calories it's not 100 percent accurate and how your is, body actually like but even like the actual food labels yeah. like and everything you read in packets they're not like they're yeah. still not calculated to the exact amount of calories yeah, yeah. so this is what i mean so you're counting calories but you've got a variation of like 10 to 30 percent up and down yeah like less or more yeah exactly in and the foods even not even down to like a physical level, but a mental and mind frame. Mm. I think this is why I'm really passionate about it is because I've had so many clients yeah. coming to me like that have such a, a like a bad relationship with mm. food because they've like been taught to calorie count and like it's so frustrating that also not to shame anyone at all, but like, you know, people that are not qualified mm. in health industries. <laughs> No, I love PTs, but just, you know. No, there's just people think because we everyone eats with, they can but just it's give like advice. But they don't realise de- like how detrimental so it genuinely is. Like literally we have women coming to us that can't like see food as anything other than numbers. Yeah. And then like they're so scared of eating fat or they're so scared of, you know, like. Oh, I just and see it's it like, all the time. It's literally created so much fear around food and then. And then we see that manifest in other areas because they're depriving themselves of these mm. really essential nutrients 
that then they're getting hormonal imbalances. They're so fatigued. You know, it's not mm. all the time, but just because you're missing the big picture of what food is there to do is to 100%. fuel you and give you support so all these different body processes. I'm just going to say it, put it out there and be pretty blunt. Like you want to take nutrition advice from a dietitian or a nutritionist with a bachelor with a bachelor degree someone who has gone to university and has studied for years and years like you don't know what you don't know and like yes I could go on a rant for this about an hour but like there are a lot of professional like people out there that give un like give advice and they're not qualified and especially around nutrition and we just see so much harm in it and just because you can yeah, know we how to be saying this unless if we literally saw see, it firsthand yeah the repercussions yeah. of it like it's just so frustrating we see people with the most damaged relationship with food because yeah, well, like I know I sound brutal, but like PTs, like just because, like, yes, it's not hard to learn how to count calories. And then PTs who think they know how to count calories and can show people, and like, yes, they can like get clients' results because they're doing energy in, energy out equation. Yeah. But it just doesn't like it. Oh, it's just frustrating. Yeah. But in saying all of that, the only people in this world that really suit calorie counting is male or female trying to put on muscle mass or body mm. mass mm. like even then like if you're just trying to put on weight as a female like then yeah if you're mm. a female trying to put on body weight i still don't think you need to put on like, as in like fat mass mm. um and just increase your like it's just, you don't need to count calories but look i'm not against it in the in the sense of males trying mm. to put on lean muscle mass because they're trying to eat more and like what nicole just said mm. when you're in a surplus mindset mm. calorie counting can be quite effective like mm. to be honest with you it actually is quite hard to build lean muscle mass without knowing what kind of ca- calories you're on and where you're at because you need to be in a surplus to mm. build lean muscle mass so What's go again, for it intention behind it intention behind it exactly whereas it comes from a deficit mindset weight loss run the opposite way like i know mm. there's a few new tr- and then this is where we're like don't take diet advice from someone that's not which mm-hmm. we agree with that and then i do know there are some health professionals out there that are very qualified in the industry that are telling people to be on really restrictive you know like 1100 calories per day like you literally uh, as like a I've, woman won't ovulate if you're like oh, low so frustrating and they end up with all these hormonal issues so yeah just be very mindful if someone like with calorie counting because there's just so much more to the equation yeah um the numbers yes right that was a bit of a (laughs) a rant (laughs) so but pretty much i guess bringing it back to that like 80 20 which is the biggest things so as we said 80 percent of time focusing your whole foods but 20 percent of the time that's where we want to allow for indulgence Mm. because you're creating this really healthy kind of mindset around food and it's a non-restrictive mindset so you're allowing yourself to have a piece of chocolate cake and you know what the more you actually like allow yourself to have food the mm. less you actually want those yeah, 100%. foods because you're in that surplus and mindset i think the biggest thing guys is is like okay so 80 percent of the time you're eating these whole foods like low sugar balanced protein healthy fats right rah, rah, rah. and then on the week whenever it is during the week or on the weekend whenever it is when you have that 80 percent gap also asking yourself what you feel like because mm. just because you're like oh i've eaten so well this week i like like try and get out of this thing of like I deserve or like I mm. now I can have this. It's mm. like what do you feel like? Like yeah. for instance, like I'll give you guys a perfect example. Last week I had eaten out Saturday, no Saturday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday night, so four nights in a row. Mm. And while I still choose relatively healthy options, I just felt a bit like ugh, like I just like cooking a lot of my own mm. food. So four nights in a row was quite a lot for me. Mm. 
And so on Friday night, usually like at the end of the week, I crave like a really good burger from Flipside, like really beautiful, wholesome, gluten-free burger. (laughs) (laughs) And I was just like, I don't. I like don't. I want to cook something at home because I literally have eaten out so many times this yeah. week. And I just feel like something really fresh and like from yeah. home. And that's a perfect example. Like, yes, maybe you could even say that probably. Like, I wouldn't say I'd gone over my like eighty percent that week because most of the food I was eating out was really really healthy. Mm. But I asked myself what I felt like, and I didn't feel like a burger just because it's yeah. usually burger night. And I find like that can be the case, which I see with quite a few of my clients as well. Is like I think it is great to you know focus on like during the week. Obviously, naturally we're going to make more foods from home so you, you're probably more inclined mm. to make healthier choices. And then on the weekends though, that's where it can fall into this like all or nothing mm. in a sense as well. Like I find my clients like, oh, I'm doing really well during the week. But as soon as it gets to the weekend, I just like can't control oh, myself. Fuck it. Yeah, so it's still like a little bit in that kind of restriction maybe during the week or maybe that's where they're coming from and then it's leading to this overeating or indulging because yeah. you're like, oh, like. And then the more you have it and then it like it's like mm. this cycle and then you're like, oh, I feel shit anyway. Oh, like I got so drunk last night. Might as well just eat bad yeah. on the whole of Sunday again. So it's like really be mindful of that kind of like restriction and mindset as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. And as Kirsty said, like listen to your body during that time yeah. as well. Like, and like this 80% is not boring. It doesn't have to be restrictive, boring or tasteless. Like, yeah, like make a healthy homemade pizza like or things like tacos. Like, foods. like yeah. we have those beautiful like mission. I know it's a brand love. And you never feel like you're being no, deprived. ever. Like yeah. every day during the week when we cook our beautiful home-cooked meals, we make like these beautiful fish tacos with like good fat, like fats, mayos, just like the most beautiful food. Like half mm. the time I actually prefer my own cooking. I'm not going to turn my own horn <laughs> here. Then going out. Restaurant quality. But like. It's not hard to eat healthy. Like we make beautiful bolognese with like mm. sometimes it's like brown rice pasta or edaname bean pasta, whatever mm. we feel like, with some cheese on top. Like enjoy it. Like it's and it's loaded Food with veg. Be enjoyed at the end of the day. So yeah, I think that's a really really big point is mm. that make your food enjoyable so you don't feel like you're being deprived. 100%. Like I think lots of people, especially when they're starting the health journey, like oh to be healthy, I have to eat like a salad, salad, five times chicken a salad. Week. Yeah, and that's you know like oh that's why people like avoid it. Or yeah, because they're bored. Yeah, they eat the same make thing. Make your food like the yummiest thing ever. Yeah. That's what it should be. Like that's what I we get teach so you guys excited at Health. for my meals. Same. Like, I'm like at breakfast, I'm thinking about dinner. I'm yeah, like, oh, same. I can't wait for dinner. Like we're the biggest foodies, and we just yeah. And our biggest principle at Pure Health, and this is where I think we thrive. Why our health thrive? Not I think I know why our health thrives. Is because we're eating everything from its whole state. Everything yeah. I put in that dish is come from its natural whole state. It's yeah. not processed. Mm. And I'm really big on that. And hence mm. why the food tastes amazing, beautiful flavours and it's so healthy. Yeah. Um, if you need some inspiration, head to Pure Health um, yeah. Instagram or our website has some recipes on there as well. Just to like so you can see how good it can taste yeah. and, and we've got a membership coming as well so yes where you will have access to lots more the nutrition um, in your pocket yeah um so yeah i think that's the biggest thing with nourishment i hope we kind of went on a big rampage there yeah. but like but in essence as well yeah focus on that indulgence so if you are going out on the weekend with your girlfriends or whoever like allow yourself to like order the pasta or whatever yeah you want. 100%. Like, and or, enjoy it and don't yeah. feel guilty after it because yeah or like it's not going to do anything 100% and like I even said to one of my patient um, clients the other day I said she was like oh I just generally crave chocolate a bit 
after lunches and I, I was like, okay, cool, we'll look at that. Like, we'll look at like, your blood sugar levels, stabilising, mm. what you're eating for lunch, right, right, right. But I was like, also, if you want some chocolate, there's nothing wrong with having some chocolate. Now, mm. my key is I would like told her to have around 70 to 85% lint chocolate and have some mm. almonds with it mm. because it's stabilising blood sugar levels, but it still hits the spot and mm. it's really enjoyable mm. and then that way she goes throughout the rest of her day not being like oh, i wish i had chocolate and yeah. wanting that sugar because she's gotten that but it's just a really good option if that yeah. makes sense so versus yeah opening a cadbury dairy milk chocolate white or white chocolate or mm. whatever it is that's loaded with sugar and then she ends up getting sugar cravings for the rest of the afternoon drops her energy crashes even more and then she wants even more sugar yeah 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 it's like a cycle effect so yeah find like a a healthy option of Which things Which is what we give all the time. Beautiful. Yeah. Like all our pure health recipes are the most beautiful, healthy, alternative, whole food recipes that just taste insane. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. So I feel like we've gone over the numbers versus nourishment, hey? Yes. Um, um, and then we – our soul. Oh, soul. Sorry, yes. So our fourth pillar is soul. Now, what we mean by this. Okay, so everything we've just said stands but – you got to do sometimes things that are good for your soul. Mm-hmm. So that may endure, may endure. Is the right word to use? <laughs> yeah. A few margaritas on the weekend with your girlfriends, mm-hmm. and you might have one too many, like slightly, or it might be you at a friend's birthday and there's a beautiful chocolate cake going around, and you're like, "Yes, I feel like that." Not should I shouldn't I have it, but what do I feel like? Mm. Um, What's other the examples of like doing things for yourself? So that I guess on a food basis, yeah, that style of things. But yeah, just like literally anything that makes you feel yeah. good or like aligned. Yes. I guess that is the like, key word. Like, yeah, like there's so many elements, whether it's relationships and things that just like or your passions yeah. and hobbies in life. Like even in our initial consult when we go through someone's health, we ask like what are your hobbies? What do you enjoy doing? Mm. Because as we said, we have to focus on your health as a whole and they that's such a key equation as mm. well to being healthy is, yeah. you know, doing things that make us yeah. feel 100%. aligned or great and and I think passionate. Passionate, exactly. And I think the biggest, the way to probably summarise it the best is like, it, ask yourself like whatever it is it's like going out with the girls for a few like margies or some red wine or like whatever it is like asking yourself is this a hell yes or a hell no like doing mm. things that feel really aligned yeah and like like these days 98 percent of the time if i don't want to do something like it doesn't feel like a full body like step into it yes i won't mm. i try don't generally do it like i'm very much because then it feels really like forced and out of alignment and like i'm not living in my mm. true self when i don't do things that feel good for me to mm-hmm. do so generally speaking it's like yeah you know I feel like going out with the girls and having a market or like absolutely and it's like bringing it back to that kind of self-love I guess as well and like even with people pleasing Mm. like that's something I personally am still working on and like yet doing stuff for others versus yourself Mm. and it's so important to like yeah do things that make you feel good and that might change on a day-to-day basis so yeah, adjusting your needs daily and what you actually need and what feels right for you as well is so important. 100%. Um, but I hope that makes sense of that. So, yeah, your four pillars, mindset, movement, nourishment and soul. Mm-hmm. Now, just a few things as well to like um, get you guys on like living your best healthy life and balance is one of the big key points as well is mm-hmm. organised, being organised, mm-hmm. planning ahead, like if you're not organised and plan ahead, you'll find it quite tricky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so one of them is 
is the key. And I know this sounds basic, but so many people miss this stuff. Like they're like. Yeah, absolutely. um, So it's so important to like have like some boundaries for mm. yourself like on like a Sunday say that's just you know the classic day where we get our shit together a bit more mm. maybe or it An doesn't have to be um yeah but just have that kind of like designated time mm. whether it's like 20 or 30 minutes just to plan and structure your week out mm-hmm. and that honestly will set you up for success oh, so you, you can't not do it like if you want to live a healthy life and balance yeah. with ease yeah you plan so yeah, it's weekly. And it might look different for every single person as well. Like it doesn't mean that you have to meal prep, like no. breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Stuff that I used to do that. Plan every workout for the week. Like adjust your – like I was saying before, adjust your needs accordingly daily as well. Some mm. days, like we said, you might not feel the need to exercise as much or, you know, you might want a different meal. But it, just having some foundations there to set mm. you up is really good. So like do – Well, I think yeah, so having – no, sorry, I'm interrupting. That's no, okay. I was going to say, like, I think, like, being when you're first starting your health journey, you don't have these good habits and behaviors. I think I find having like a weekly planner, set Sunday to mm. Sunday, whatever, um, and where you write out when you do your weekly food shop. So yeah. if you know you got a busy weekend, plan it in. Yeah. No. So you're going to sit down for like 10, 20 minutes. You're going to plan out. This mm. is what I find really easy. You plan out four dinners you want to have for the week mm. that give you extras for lunches, That's and then what you plan out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you plan out four or five breakfasts. And for some people it's going to be like two different options that are alternating or one. Some yeah. people love eating or like the same if thing. you start work really early, do like an overnight where it's mm. for a cheer pudding or mm. like some egg muffins, frittata, something like that. And then you could even have that in a big container yeah. and have that for the week yeah. ahead. So um, that's such a good way to do it. Otherwise, if you know you have a bit more time in your mornings, that's where you can allow to make yeah. some eggs and toast yeah, or something 100%. like that. So, yeah, like I used to find when I used to live in Scarborough, I would be like packing my all my lunches and doing meal prep every weekend and having everything planned out, whereas now I find it's quite easy to just make four dinners and have leftovers for lunches yeah. and then I plan out my um, breakfast for the week. Yeah. And then so what I'm saying is if you're new to this, you plan in your weekly food shop, you plan out your meals, you do your food shop – and then just having a stocked fridge is going to make a massive, massive difference. Yeah. And then, yeah, cooking your four meals a week. Yeah. Leftovers for lunches. And then that's just, it's bulletproof. Like you yeah. can't go and wrong. And you do your weekly food shop. You have everything re- mm-hmm. there ready to go. Um, so, yeah, being structured and organised, if you use time as an excuse, that just means you're not prioritising yeah, enough. If you say, I don't have time or I don't have money, it just means you don't value what you want to achieve. Like it's just not a priority. That's yep. the harsh as reality, guys. Harsh if you're saying I don't have time to do food shopping, I don't have time for like organising food, it's just not about you don't value it, it's not a priority bills. Mm. You will find even if you physically like are so stretched for time, then order a meal prep company like or I know like I'm not a massive fan of them but like HelloFresh, Dinner Twist, like there's so many options. Keep, yeah, keep things simple. Well, like, even if you don't um, obviously have time to meal prep, I mean not that we even meal prep, we just plan out our, mm. like meals for the week but like – just like roast and veggies. Yeah. Like literally will take like 10 minutes and you can use that like for your lunch, foundations for lunch and then throw some tuna on there, add some extra 100%. like leafy greens and that's like five meals sorted and it took the, you five minutes to actually prep and pop in mm. the oven. Like, Well, reality is guys as well is no one really has an excuse because you've got Coles and Woolies online delivery <laughs> these days. You can be these sitting days, on the couch. Just at our door. Yeah, everything is at your door. Like you have no excuse. You can get HelloFresh or Dinner Twist delivered to your door. You can get mm. Coles and Woolies delivery. So – that's a really big thing. Um, I think we've gone over everything. So I think- our four main pillars as a recap. So mindset, mm-hmm. 
nourishment first numbers. Yeah. Movement, doing what makes you feel good, planning that out, having diversity, nourishment, focusing on whole foods 80% of the time mm-hmm. and allowing for indulgence mm-hmm. 20% of the time mm-hmm. and really focusing on kind of the mindset with your nourishment and then soul, doing things that are a hell yes, as Kirsty said, mm. and things that make you feel good. So, yeah, once you like start working on those four pillars if you're starting a health journey. And, and you don't have to do everything straight no, away. No, choose focus one pillar. Just on one at a time if and it's mindset. Yeah. And, then and just remember, like if you like <laughs> – this is going to kind of sound arrogant, but like if you watch our like social media and stuff like that, and you're like, oh, they're so consistent, they're so motivated, like just being consistent, you'll get motivated. Mm. Like – Yes, I am so motivated to do all these things because they make me feel mm. so good and I focus on how I feel on a daily basis. Every choice I make, I do it around how I'm going to feel. Mm, absolutely. Um, and don't strive for perfection, just strive for consistency. Yeah, 100%. Like, and like, yeah, just every day is going to look different yeah. and that's okay. There's no such thing as perfect. No. So just like come from that place of self-love and like that's where all these different pillars will lead from that like yeah. positive flow when you're coming from a more loving place. 100%. And focus on the good things you do every week, not the things you yeah. quote unquote did quote unquote did wrong yeah. because you then lead with more negative behaviours. Whereas if yeah. you focus on, okay, like Build yourself when up. you're starting out especially, being like, cool, I did this this week, I did this, I'm really proud of myself. Yeah. And that you'll keep leading with positive behaviours when you're proud of yourself and you're focusing Absolutely. on what you did, quote unquote, like positively. Yeah. Um, so I think those are really, really important points. Um, now to recap, guys, um, I was going to say, if you really like a lot of the stuff you heard today or you really want to help with building a healthy, maintainable, enjoyable life that you can do for the rest of your life, which is what we are all about at Pure Health, mm-hmm. is our ultimate reboot program, if you jump on our website, you can read about it, but it's just a structured way of supporting you and whatever health issues you're going through or you just want to learn how to eat a healthy, wholesome life and feel good, have energy, lose that little bit of weight and feel good about yourself, then this program's for you. But it's just essentially a structural way of supporting you, getting weekly accountability check-ins, weekly recipes, access to a Facebook group. You get um, access to your practitioner Monday to Friday, um, so you can ask for as many help, questions, support as you need. A 15-minute phone call every two weeks and then catch up every four weeks in person or online. We work with women and some men all over Australia. Um, I say some men because it's not really our general um, audience is males. But um, especially as you can tell, we talk about a lot of periods and everything. But we do work with lots of men as well. Um, yeah. More by default. Um, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so that's the kind of program and it's a three- or a six-month option. But it doesn't matter where you are in Australia, but they'll look into gut health, hormones, everything, um, yeah. but also just having a balanced, healthy health lifestyle. as a whole, as we said, exactly. these four pillars. Um, but, yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Um, we were planning on being a shorter one, but we kind of gone on a bit of a passionate Sorry, rampage. We're rambling. No, not rambling, just a passionate <laughs> rampage. Um, but yeah, hopefully you guys got some good things out of today and this is like a really good place mm. to start for your mindset journey mm-hmm. and healthy life. Just focus on one to two small changes a week. That's yeah. all that has to be. 100%. All right. Enjoy the rest of your day, guys. Bye. Bye.